how do you deal with I think you have to have such a strong sense of self to be able to put yourself out there and have a lot of people talk quite openly to your face about things that you don't necessarily agree with and that adversity that so many young adults face how did you deal with that because you even titled your your memoir Camp David mm. and so it was very at the forefront of mm. just going to be myself and I don't really care what you're going to say no, about me well, but how do you I mean that's still such a you know admiration thing to do not many people have the strength to, to do that well a friend of mine Ben Miller said the comedian's worst fear is being laughed at and he says comedy is a way of controlling people's laughter at you so when I was a kid at school, I was teased and things were being camp. And, and it was a time when, you know, a, a, an insult in a school playground was being gay. It was like, oh, and I went to all boys school. So it was like, you're gay. And that was like the worst thing you could be called. Mm. It's very sad, isn't it, really? Because, of course, there were gay kids at the school, but they obviously didn't, they couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't say anything because, you know, they, they would have had such a tough time. I mean, I hope things are different now. I'm not, you know, privy to what's going on in every playground in the country, but I, I pray that things are different. And so uh, me trying to be funny and part of being camp is playing up to it, you see, because I thought, okay, you've given me this label. Um, yeah, I am naturally, I, I always felt naturally quite sort of camp in, in, in some ways, or feminine in some ways, whatever. And uh, so I sort of played up to it. And so then I sort of... It was a way of dealing with it, I think, and, and then controlling it in a way. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes people do that kind of thing, wear the sort of badge they've been given with, with pride. I think comedy is a good way of dealing with adversity, mm. I think, and it often comes out of, you know, difficult situations. And it's a way sometimes, you know, you hear funny stories about people being shouted at in the street and shouting something back, you know, like... <laughs> gay friends of mine said you know sometimes somebody would like you know shout something horrible you know oh are you queer or something like that over the street and then they go that's how I started you know and things like that it's actually <laughs> and actually camp humor um has always been a great weapon I don't know if you've ever you've ever read The Naked Civil Servant by Quentin Crisp you're a bit young but Quentin Crisp was a very um flamboyant homosexual who was born probably around the turn of the century, like 1900 something, and he he wrote a book called The Naked Civil Servant, a memoir, and it turned into a film that John Hurt played him. And he just had a wonderful way of <laughs> of sort of dealing with people who were like cruel to him about that. You know, he would it, some boy would go, "There's a bit in the film where some boys, oh, are you queer or something?" And the guys, how dare you? I'm one of the stately homos of Britain or something like that. You know, just that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I've always felt humour is quite a good way of dealing with any of that adversity. But I also think you've got to have thick, quite thick skin if you're putting yourself in the public arena. I mean, just imagine being a politician. <laughs> just imagine being Liz Truss today or something like that. I mean, you must have to have really thick yeah. skin. Because, I mean, people do not hold back with mm. politicians, do they? They can't be a comedian. Mm, Boris Johnson was, <laughs> but uh, Liz Truss doesn't seem to be playing for laughs in quite the same way. You just have to have a thick skin and you just can't, you just can't be worried by every single bit of criticism mm. because otherwise you're going to get nowhere. Mm. But I remember I did a play with this brilliant director called Michael Grandage, who's actually just directed this movie with Harry Styles that's called My Policeman. And he's oh, a great yeah. theatre director and he's directed some films and he's a hugely talented guy. And I did Midsummer Night's Dream with him, with Sheridan Smith. And he said this great thing, I thought it was great, he goes... Person sat in CE9 having a life change experience, uh, watching the best night of theatre in their life. 
person sat in E10 bored out of their brain. <laughs> I just thought it was a great way of looking at it, wasn't it? Because when you do a theatre show and we'd come out at the end and, you know, our applause and you would see some people, you know, on their feet, like, this is amazing. And other people are like, this, you know, and so you haven't pleased everybody and you can't worry about it because you can't please everybody. And it was that just a so good true. way of, because you were really trying to win them over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you got this, you're doing a theatre show, you got two and a half hours, right? Win everyone over. I was thinking, oh, God, I want to get every one of you laughing, having the best time of your life. But there's still some people <laughs> who just didn't like it. You know what I mean? That is true. And they can't worry about it. You know, yeah. you just can't worry about it. You can't please everybody. Thank you for listening. For the full interview, follow the link in the show notes. And be sure to subscribe, follow, and share the Live Well, Be Well podcast. Before you go, I have something new to tell you about. There's brand new bonus content waiting for you with every new guest I speak to. These are exclusively for my inner circle of Apple subscribers. To listen now, head to the Live Well, Be Well show page on Apple Podcasts, where you can activate your free trial and you can enjoy the podcast without adverts.